Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Each week, I present a tiny interruption to share something that I'm digging on. I'm your host, Cole, and you can check out OKRetro.Zone to stay on top of new podcasts, videos, and more. So, here we go. Oof. How are we all doing? We doing okay? I hope you all are staying safe and healthy and vigilant. I've been sinking more and more into work, which is fun, Maybe a little anxiety-driven, maybe a little of why haven't I done this yet kind of energy. And wear a mask, dang it. If not for you, your loved ones around you, let's continue to keep each other safe. This has been a public service announcement. This week, I wanted to talk about the TV show What We Do in the Shadows. This show is inspired by a movie of the same name. The movie was directed and written by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clemens. Both were involved in this TV show as well, and surprise, surprise... It is very good. This show follows a household of vampires who live in Satin Island. You have Nadia, who who is probably my favorite vampire. She's a Romani vampire who often climbs up walls. It's like a character trait. It's kind of like hurtling herself up. I don't know. I love her humor and her delivery with the way she says things uh, dealing with the other vampires, including her husband, Laszlo Cravensworth. Laszlo, oh boy, he's a... English merchant vampire, something to note, as well as he's played by Matt Berry, who has a very identifiable voice, and even as Laszlo, I don't know, I just still hear him from the IT crowd, and I don't know, I like it. Laszlo is also, I will say, into topiary sculptures. He's kind of a dingus, though. He's overly confident and kind of a doof and an ass, but he also cares about Nadia a whole lot. And, and himself, but I don't know, he's loyal, I guess, in that regard? I don't know, that might be a stretch there, but... There is also Colin Robinson, who's actually an energy vampire, so no need for blood here. He drains people's energy by being annoying and frustrating. Because he's often annoying the others in the household, they tend to avoid him. Which is interesting, because he is more integrated in contemporary culture, so he's often needed to help his roommates, you know, adapt to the outside world. Our last household vampire is Nandor the Relentless. He is a vampire that used to lead a portion of the Ottoman Empire. He also kind of holds himself as the head of the household. Something to note as well is he was alive during the 13th century and he is very fancy dressed. I would actually say all three of the blood-driven vampires are fashionable. Nandor being more renaissance probably isn't quite the... Whatever the... It's not like Italian or Flemish renaissance, so like... If the Ottoman Empire had an equivalent, I guess. And then you have Nadia and Laszlo, who are more like Edwardian or Baroque-inspired. I don't know, I'm trying to come up with this off the dome. Anyways, last but not least, though, in the house, we have Guillermo de la Cruz. He's not a vampire. He has been Nandor's familiar for over ten years, just in hopes of becoming a vampire himself. Like his hero, fictional vampire Armand from Interview with a Vampire. Currently, there are two seasons of the show with 10 episodes each, and while the show follows the escapades of our vampire friends, it really focuses on the labor and struggles of Guillermo. He's just so relatable, and I don't know about you, but I'm not a vampire or have the desire to be a vampire, but perhaps it's because he is so human in his response compared to his potentially socially unaware vampire counterparts. It just makes for a good story, I don't know. Oh, and I should say, when I originally watched the movie of What We Do in the Shadows, I had no idea it was filmed in a mockumentary format. 
kind of like The Office, I guess. Uh, the show is no different, though. The camera crew that is filming the show is often addressed, but do not make it on screen very often. But this show is just like, it's just really fun. It follows our vampires, you know, finding food, maintaining relationships between each other, and, you know, trying to expand their domain across Satin Island, as well as maybe avoiding, you know, being murdered by the Vampiric Council. The show gets a little complicated right out of the gate. And luckily for our vampire friends, Guillermo is there to protect them. So much of the show is in how it unfolds, so I won't spoil that. But its overarching narrative goes some places, and it wasn't where I anticipated when I first started out. There are also some amazing cameos. You have Dave Bautista, Tilda Swinton, Danny Trejo, uh, Wesley Snipes, Mark Hamill, Benedict Wong, and that's just a few off my dome. There are a lot of celebrities on the Vampire Council, apparently. I don't, I don't know if that's supposed to mean something. Season 2 just ended a few weeks back, and it ended with a bang. I just don't know where the show goes from here, and that's really exciting. I find that a lot of shows, you can kind of see or anticipate like where things are going, because they telegraph stuff so strongly. Maybe it's because the show has the added flair of like paranormal beings, which makes it a little bit wilier, but it gives it this unpredictable edge that's I find really exciting. But the show is a lot of fun. The characters grow, and I mean, a little in their own ways. There's a random episode in season two that right now isn't plot critical, where Mark Hamill, as a vampire, shows up and confronts Laszlo for not paying for a room like a century ago. Laszlo disappears and moves states away, and becomes the persona of Jackie Daytona, a bartender who helps the local volleyball team afford to go to the state championship. It's just like a curveball of a show, and I love it. Like, what? And it just breaks up moments of Guillermo wrestling with the feeling of being undervalued and the idea of if he will ever become a vampire and that self-doubt and the doubt of everyone around him. Yeah, it's good. And Jackie Daytona is a very good name. If you like vampires, dark humor, jazz like The Office or Parks and Rec, and maybe have a penchant for the paranormal or occult, give what we do in the shadows a look. It is wonderful. And when I was living alone in LA, it was a huge comfort and and a show I would just sit and watch. And if you know me, I'm doing a ton of different things at once. And to just sit and watch something is a huge feat. So check it out. It is so funny. So thank you for listening to Combo Breaker for a one-two punch of enthusiasm. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, and if you did, I hope you share it with a friend. And follow me on the social medias at OKRetroZone to see new stuff coming out and what I'm up to. Oh, and I just released two videos on YouTube. One is me building a cyborg arm with some EVA foam, and then that, that was a thing. And then a second video of me kind of being inspired by Destination Truth and Beyond Belief, and I talk about one of the monsters of the week uh, from Super Sentai. So, I don't know. We're just experimenting with new formats, and I'm really excited to share this all with you. But I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time.